to C3 Church Hepburn Heights. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Reflecting upon my mothering for this past year, I've come up with my favourite quote. This child was sitting at the dinner table, perhaps being strongly encouraged to eat a vegetable that was not their favourite, one, one probably centimetre worth of a vegetable, and I'll, I'll try and do the face and everything, but sitting at the dinner, everyone else had left because dinner had been over for like 10 minutes, and this child said, I'd hate to have a mum like you. And I just looked at each other and were like, you do have a mum like me and you will be grateful for it. Now eat that vegetable, my goodness. Precious moments. Oh, parenting is fun and unpredictable and life-giving and tiring and a wonderful gift from God. We're all doing our best, right, with what we've got, the community we've got, how we were raised. We are doing our best. So on that note, I'd like us to look at a scripture from Colossians together today, this Mother's Day, and just a little context from the book of Colossians. Before we get into it, it is a letter written by Paul to the church around AD 60. And basically what they'd done is started with the good news, the gospel of Jesus, but then decided that there was a few other good religions and thoughts that maybe they could mix in together just to make sure they're, you know, they've got it all. This one sounds good. This sounds good too. And Paul went, whoa, no, guys, Christ is supreme. Christ is all in all. And how should Christians live in response? Which is where we're picking up in chapter 4, verse 2. In the final words of his letter, Paul is summing up, and to the believers, to us, he says, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. So this is a Christian living scripture that applies to each and every one of us as followers of Jesus. Today, obviously, I'm leaning into Mother's Day very much, but I would encourage us all to be open to what God is saying to all of us today. It's eight words. I didn't want to put too much extra on your plates today, Mum, so I'm just sticking with eight words. And these words, I believe, are grounding. Um, This is my visual. I don't want to add on to you, but ground us. Give us a great foundation from which to mother. It's a word to ground us, steady us, and empower us. So devote. Is there a better word for mothers than devoted? Devotion? The very definition is to give all or most of one's time or resources to. That sounds like mothering to me. As mothers, we are devoted to our children, to their well-being, to everyone being okay, ideally harmonious, fed, warm, taken care of, where they need to be, when they need to be there, and dressed appropriately or We'll just take dressed. And on that note, 
We have a bit of a sock situation at the Gould household and it's not what you're immediately thinking. We don't too, too much tend to lose one. But what we do have is one child who, for some reason, <laughs> thinks that playing footy, that was a clue, is better done in socks than shoes or barefoot. I don't know what the general consensus on this is. Ben and I are like, is it though? We don't quite get it. However, as this child is growing, we're saying, that's fine. That is illogical, but it's fine. As long as you're willing to pay for your own socks. That is where we have left that. How do you think that's going? What 14-year-old is like, mum, I've just got to pop to the shops. I need some more socks. No, no, no. What this child is doing is just wearing socks with massive holes in. They're so massive that the other day I grabbed one off the line and my hand went through the hole in the heel of the sock. And it's not going in the bin. It's just being washed, hung, dry, going back into the drawer. Can you imagine how my devoted heart is burdened as this child leaves the house, in my opinion, not fully dressed? Our devotion to our children means that we care about every part of their well-being. We are devoting all or a lot of our time and resources to them. In fact, a lot of us wish we had more of both. As we devote ourselves to our children's well-being, as we should, this word is encouraging us as well, and I'm making it for mums today, to devote ourselves our time and resources to prayer for ourselves and them. Placing prayer at the core of our parenting is placing their creator and their saviour and ours in the centre of all that we do as parents. Our children are a gift. They are a gift from him, from God, from him who created them, who watched over them being formed in our wombs, who knew each day they would live before they lived it. His plans for them and for us are for good, to give us both a hope and a future. Grounding our parenting with time and attention and continuance and diligence in prayer is accessing our Heavenly Father's devotion to us and them. Devotion though, as lovely as it sounds and as beautiful as it is, is as present in the bad times as it is in the good. Devotion means that we mums, we feel, we feel when things are not great, when our children are struggling when our family isn't harmonious, when a family member loses their way or loses their health, because we are devoted to our families, our children, we're not okay if they're not okay. Yes, we keep living, we keep living life and we do that well. We're good at that. But the burden of all not being well is heavy on a mother's heart. So right now, 
we're actually going to take this opportunity opportunity, and Pastor Claire is going to come and join me up here and we're going to pray. We'd actually like the opportunity as a church family to pray with you mothers who are burdened. We would love you to stand and we would, well Pastor Claire is going to pray for you. But any mum, any mother figure today, where all is not well with you, where your heart is burdened, we want to invite you right now just to stand where you are and we will close our eyes. However, if there is a mum or mum near you who stands and if you know them and feel comfortable, if someone could just reach out and touch their arm or back somewhere, somewhere where they're comfortable, just so that you know you are not alone today. We are your church family and it is our privilege to be prayerful with you devoted mums. Thank you, Claire. Andy, this is for you too. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Most precious And powerful Lord and Father, I love you and I thank you for your unrelenting love for each and every one of us. Lord, your love is inexhaustible and we thank you for that. When we are exhausted, your love never tires. We can sleep soundly because you are working the night shift. You neither sleep nor slumber, so we can rest. In this moment, for those of us who are exhausted from loving devotion, who feel we have wrung out every last ounce of love and passion, we receive in this moment your invitation to rest. Your word says, David wrote, my heart and my flesh fail, but you are our strength and you are our portion forever. Lord, we prophesy right now that you are our portion of hope. You are our portion of vitality. You are our portion of strength. You are our portion of faith. We can be empty and receive from your heavenly kingdom all that we need. You are the water that quenches our thirst this morning. You are the balm that heals our wounds. Lord, you are the master of every storm, the captain of battles won, and our shalom peace, the peace that sets things right. Even when things have been broken, we can be made right in your tender care. Lord, there is no doubt that I, that all of us, many of us have fallen short, but there is no question that we are covered by your blood. There is no doubt that we will experience worries, but there is no question that you are the Prince of Peace. There's no doubt we will wonder and ask why. But there is no question of your goodness and your faithfulness, Lord. We surrender and say, as Jesus did, not my will but yours be done over my life and the life of my children. We know that your will, 
in your will, no one is lost. And so we rest. We trust you to pursue, to minister, to love, to heal, to restore, to redeem, to reset, to empower and to save the precious ones we love. Your yoke is easy. And so, Jesus, we ask in this moment that you release us from any yokes of shame, of regret, of disappointment, of failure, and of false responsibility in the name of Jesus Christ. Release us from yokes that are not ours to carry. Free us and heal us again to receive your perfect, gracious, unrelenting and unlimited love. We receive it. We receive your gift of hope afresh this morning. We receive your gift of vision, Lord, that as we look on our loved ones, we see them as you do. Precious, beloved. All this, God, we receive, not because we are worthy or because we are perfect or because we've done everything right, but because of who you are, mighty Saviour God. And we rest in your precious, loving name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Claire. And thank you, mums for your love and devotion to your children and your families. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Mothers are watchful. I don't need to tell you to be watchful today. It is what we do. From the moment they're born, we watch them. Why do we watch them? We watch them because we love them. We don't want them to be hurt. We want to see them succeed. We want to see how they interact with others. There is so much to see. And one of my current joys, I love watching my two of my older kids play sport. I generally like sport, but when they are playing, my eyes are on them. They are who I am watching. I love it when the action is coming towards their end of the field or the court and I'm watching to see them do what their position requires and I do get excited during their games. And then what's interesting is at the end of the game that I feel I've seen everything is when they say, did you hear when that coach said Or did you see that girl do whatever? Did you see that guy? And I say, no, (laughs) I was watching and yet there was things I didn't hear and there was things I didn't see. And just as in a game as parents, we can see some things. We can see what's right in front of us, but not even all the time. We don't see all. So being prayerfully watchful is being alert to the fact that we don't see everything and we can't always see what's coming. We don't know. But you know what the good news is, don't you? That our Heavenly Father, from whom nothing in all creation is hidden, He does see. And not only that, but because He is our loving Heavenly Father, to whom we have access through Jesus Christ, He will help us, 
He will show us, he will guide us and he even will prepare us when we seek his help, when we are also prayerfully watchful. And what I think this can look like as we put this into practice, as we're praying, Lord, what am I not seeing? How can I be prepared for the next stage? How can I help my children? I find that you can be praying for a child and your prayer, you just find yourself going in a particular direction or words that you didn't necessarily think of, uh, you, you kind of go in that direction and you just go with it. That's one beautiful way that Holy Spirit um, empowers our prayer for our children. And things like jumping in the car when you pop on what you're about to pop on your favourite playlist. Mine is called Mum's List and um, it's my go-to in the car. Harrison changes it quickly or sets up a queue. Do you guys know about Spotify queues? It's very frustrating because then when I'm next in my car, his music comes on, which is not the vibe I was going for. But when we're prayerfully watchful... You jump in your car and you just you remember there's a latest parenting grip podcast. Maybe for my 15 minute drive, I'm going to pop that on and trust that because I'm prayerful, there's something in that for me for my children. Holy Spirit gives you gives us little ideas and things that are going to help us. Even a great conversation, or you might find a new friendship coming into your life as a result of prayerfully watching. And you realise that these are exactly the people that I need to be speaking to. They've been there, they've done this, or whatever it is they're sharing with you, you will then find helpful in your life. God is practical. He is close and he is good. And while, look, being prayerfully watchful doesn't mean you get like this nice plan of, oh, tomorrow this is going to happen. And then, oh, you know what? She might need this, this and this. It's, it's not quite that specific, unfortunately, or fortunately. I'm not too sure. But what it often is, is a continual series of things like I've just mentioned, where you can see God putting people around you and resources to equip you and a direction in prayer that equips and empowers you to parent your child. And so I'm going to invite Pastor Genevieve to come up. We all need a little more prayerful watchfulness, a little more wisdom, a little more discernment. And so I'm going to ask every mum now if you would like to stand. This prayer is for all of us. So if you want to jump up every mum and we are going to pray together today. Thanks, Pastor Genevieve. Thank you. Can I extend that invitation a little bit? I actually feel like if you're here with your spouse and you pray for your kids or if you parent in any way, if you're an auntie or a spiritual parent, jump up, receive this. I think we all need more watchfulness in life. Let's pray together. Lord, I thank you that to be a lookout, to be one who's watchful, we need to change our position. And so, Lord, we stand in your presence right now. We position ourselves intentionally to be those who see. Help us to be those who look up, over, above, past and through the day-to-day of parenting. Help us to have your eyes, Lord. We ask that you would give us your vision 
for our children. And we lay aside right now our own. We ask that you would help us to pray continually with watchful intention and purpose, that we would not give up praying for our children, that we would not become weary in well-doing, that we would not give up hope. So Holy Spirit, I ask right now that where there's weariness, that you would lift it off us today in the name of Jesus, that we would receive a new boost from you, Holy Spirit, of strength to be watchful and intentional. Help us to let go of our view marred by fear or worry. Lord, we surrender those things to you right now. We ask that you would show us where our view is limited and shine light on what you would have us see. Holy Spirit, I ask right now across this auditorium that you would shine light onto what we need to see. Lord, we thank you that in Isaiah 46.10 you say that you make known the end from the beginning. And we ask that you would show us the things that we need to see in our children and around our children that are about the future, about their end point, about their destiny and not the daily grind. Renew our ability to watch our children with delight no matter how old they are or what they are up to. Lord, help us to be ones who see with your eyes of faith, hope and future. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. You may grab your seats. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Mothers are thankful and like being devoted, I'm not going to tell you to be thankful today because you are, we are thankful for the gift that our children are. And we try to teach our children thankfulness, we try to teach good manners, which is fun. I love when we're eating dinner and one, we, Ben and I have three children and one of our children says, oh, thanks so much for dinner, mum. And you're like, oh my goodness, I made something you like? Yes! Yay me! And then the other two are like, oh yeah, thanks. (laughs) Oh, yep, thanks for dinner, Mum. It's not quite the same, but I still take it nonetheless. (laughs) We don't need as mothers to be told to be thankful for our children. I know you are. Maybe not in every moment of every day or every week of every year, but you are, we are. In the context of this scripture, the ongoing thanksgiving, the sound of thankfulness in our prayer is in response to what Christ has done for us, for all that he has done for us. We are full in Christ. We are complete in Christ and there is nothing else that needs to or can be added to that. So this thankfulness, this thanksgiving is not so much of a platitude like being reminded by your sibling to thank your parent for dinner. It is an ongoing response of wow and thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the chapter before the one we've read from this morning, chapter 3 of Colossians, starting at verse 1, 
It says, since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. For us mums, intertwining thanksgiving all through our prayers, it lifts our eyes, it lifts our focus and often we need that. It sets our minds on things above as we continue with the things below. And this reminds us that yes, this life is important. How we live, how we treat others, so important and teaching our children the same as well. So very important. And it's not everything. It's not what our hope is clinging to. It's not all. Christ is all. So when we intertwine our prayers with thanksgiving for all that Christ has done, we are expanded. We, our thinking and understanding is expanded. Our priorities can be realigned. Our focus ultimately is reattached to Jesus in the centre. And I know that sometimes it feels like we are the child who's been reminded to say thanks and often in our prayers we're like, yep, thank you for this drive I'm doing today, God. Yep, thank you that I had to bring two changes of clothes for that child for various reasons. That was really fun. It's still practice And what this thanksgiving is, is also intertwining the thanksgiving for what Christ has done. In and amongst our real, our frustrated, our tired prayers, we intertwine that deep thanksgiving so that over time our prayers change and we will change, our sound will change from words of thanks to deeper thankfulness. And so I would like to invite Pastor Danny, where are you sitting today? Right there, to please come and join us today as we pray for thankfulness. Mums, would you please stand with us this morning? I'll let you, you dads, can they stay seated? What do we reckon? Danny, it's your call. Stand. <laughs> We all, we all need more thankfulness and we all, need, we all need God's help with thankful hearts. So dads, stand as well. Jesus, we thank you that you do give us so much to be grateful for in every season. I pray that even on our hardest days, you help us to see the beauty of God in our lives and our families and see you at work. We are so grateful, God. God, you are always more than enough and give us all that we need. You give us grace and capacity to love and to serve and always more than enough for ourselves and our children, for our families, for our friends. Jesus, we thank you that you give us more than enough. You give us grace to serve in every season. You give us such a beautiful purpose. Our greatest ministry is to love and lead our families and we thank you today for our beautiful children. We pray for them and we pray for unity in our homes and our hearts. God, we ask you to help us 
Give us patience. We thank you that you give us patience. Give us strategies and give us hope when life can feel a bit hopeless. Remind us of the blessing that our children are, the longing that we had for them long before we had them. Jesus, be our strength. Breathe life and energy into us again today. Re-energise weary souls. Give us eyes to see you, Jesus, in our day-to-day lives and our busy comings and goings. Help gratitude rise in our hearts. Help us with our parenting. Be our guide, Lord. We thank you that you give us wisdom to parent as you have called us to. We thank you that you give us strength, love, capacity to do all that you have called us to do. Holy Spirit, prompt us every day to see the beauty and the blessing of our family and community around us. Refresh our minds with gratefulness today to see you, Father, in the midst of it all, so that we can live with hearts alive in Christ. Be our joy. Restore our joy where we have lost it, God. We thank you for the joy of the Lord in our lives. May we encourage each other and lift each other up, standing together arm in arm, patting people on the back and giving each other courage and reminding each other of the beauty of God in our worlds. God, we thank you for this community. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you, God, that you give us all that we need. May we always be thankful. We love you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Danny, a woman who has learned thankfulness in all seasons. As I bring this to a close today, and band, if you would like to make your way up, just a couple of practical, hopefully helpful thoughts to bring this together. I just want to say this statement over us, I guess. We pray for our kids. We pray for our families. That is what we do and that is who we are. If you are struggling to do that or do that consistently, there's no better way than diarising it or listing it. I tried to be creative. That's what I came down to. It's habits, people. Also, here's a tip. If creating a reminder for yourself just feels like too much work, ask one of your older children to do it. My daughter put a daily reminder at 7am into my phone to have good posture. So every morning at 7 o'clock, I sit up straighter and go, thank you, Beth. That was after a discussion where we both said we should work on it. But it seems to stay up on my phone all day. I suppose I'm supposed to do something to get rid of it. But it's so helpful. I just I let it linger and hopefully it's making a difference. <laughs> I encourage you to diarise, to look, just be practical and put your devotion to your children to great eternal use. And the response, responding, following your watchful prayers, expect God to answer. Expect him in maybe some of the ways that I mentioned. Expect him to answer and show you things, help you perceive things, get prepared for things. Expect him 
and follow. Trust and rejoice that he is with you and for you, for you and for your child's good. And that comes in practical ways. And thankfulness. Expand our thanking God for our day today. And that is so important. We need to do that as well. Expand in your language throughout your prayer to what Christ has done for you and for your children. He has secured their future. He has adopted them. He has great plans for them. So let our words and our language of thanks deepen into thankfulness. And church, as we do this finally, as we devote ourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, I see us with a greater level of awareness for our children, which I think we all need in this climate. Greater preparedness in what is coming and around the corner for them and what they and us need for that. An empowerment to live life to the full as parents and families, with our eyes fixed not on this world, but firmly on Jesus Christ, our all in all. What we have access access to is a supernatural privilege and power, so let's use it. Thanks so much for joining us here on our podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more about our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, go to c3hh.com.au.